Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Performance Intelligence Podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. Optimize performance through adapting your physical, psychological, and emotional state. In this Bite Size from episode number 67, Mindset and Leadership Coach John Quinn talks about brilliant basics. Training mental skills is like training in a gym. You've got to do the reps and sets. And John, or as he's affectionately known, Quinny, says it doesn't always have to be something fancy. You just need to do the reps and sets to fall back on, and you need to work on them consistently. John also gives an example of going over to Japan and working in Japanese rugby, starting with the basics to get them to buy into the idea of mental skills coaching and how he linked this to leadership, which has been really interesting. As my mental skills practice has evolved, absolutely aligned with Quinny, leadership, mental skills, and belonging slash culture all sit next to each other. John talks about how he started a basic mental skills program, and once the team bought in, they ended up winning the title. How are you going to reinvent? What are you doing to come out and be fresh next year? Because I can imagine you know, first or second year, bang, then third, fourth. What do you do to keep reinventing? Well, that's a really good question. Um, and it's one I need to think about <laughs> the next few while before I catch up with Ben's around it. Look, I, I suppose, again, it's just tying into their themes of what they're doing. And then, you know, I've done, I read a lot. And it's about taking as a bit of a theme that we can use this year and tie that into mental skills along with the other themes. So, but the reality is also it's the other part to me kind of goes, yeah, but let's get them used to being bored again because we don't let kids be bored anymore, you know. If they, I was coming back from Aussie the other day and this is not a criticism of these parents and we get in this shuttle to go to the airport and then this parent gets on with two kids and sits get down, he's probably five, six years of age, gives them his phone straight away, gives the phone, start playing the game. You know? So he's sitting there for an hour playing this game. I thought, let them be bored first and if he really plays that, maybe give us some later on, but we just don't let the kids be bored. And it's the same with sometimes in this space. You know, we don't jazz up the gym at all. You're still lifting the weight, mate. You know, we don't jazz up running at all. You're still got to run. And so part of me, yes, I think we've got to make it fresh and new and, and try and challenge them at times around things, but you still get your basics in place. You still got to make sure you've got to sit there and lift them. Because for me, focus is the currency of performance. And we have a world that's so unfocused because we don't need to be. So how do we actually teach and this is always that bit about mental, you know, any sessions or classroom stuff we do is part of me likes it when we do a late session at seven o'clock at night with the academy and I know they're tired. It's like, hey, boys, what are you going to do if this is the game? Seven o'clock at night, you're tired. It's been a long day. You have a choice of switching on or switching off. And often the academy boys like switch off at times because they're not quite ready for it. But again, it goes back to that uncomfortableness. How do we, we can't make it easy during the week and expect it to be hard in the weekend. And one of the phrases we had this year is, you know, if you want to play in the jungle, you can't live in the zoo. So what does the jungle look like day to day? What does the zoo look like? So there's a separation between both of them. But I think too many of us want to sit in the zoo and get fed and looked after all the time and be world class. Mm. Jeremy Snape, I don't know if you've met Jeremy in your travels. He's worked with multiple teams around yep. the world. Yeah, good English guy, Jeremy, former cricketer. He talks about the brilliant basics, or Jeremy says in his accent, brilliant basics, he says. That's right. It's the little things. I look at it. And it is. And I look at some of the athletes I work with. They just do their basics well. And I've like, I worked with Tom Walsh for a number of years, the shot putter, since he was probably 18, 19. And, you know, so probably every second year or so, I travel them to the States. And it's a really boring lifestyle. You know, nine o'clock is a bit, you know, seven o'clock up, stretching. 
breakfast, go to the gym, stretch again, do little things well. It's all that stuff. Everyone goes, oh, I could do that. It's like, no, you can't because you wouldn't do it. If it's a 10-minute stretch, you should stretch for eight minutes and go, I'm good. You know, he does that little stuff, which is unsexy and seen as boring, but he just does it all the time. That's what, for me, that's what separates it is that. That's why he's been a, a beast, though. That's why he's continued to yeah. perform on the stage. Yeah, but he does that little stuff well. You know, we often we stay, you know, it goes back to your atomic habits things, intensity over consistency. Often we we start with the real intensity, but we don't keep the consistency side of it. And I think the best athletes I look at or the most successful people outcome-wise is it's not rocket science while they do it. You know, they, they, they just do that little stuff really, really well. And that's the bit people don't want to know about. They, as you said, they want the hack. What's the five, what's the secret? Yeah, the secret is there is no secret. but everyone wants the secret. Are you planning an upcoming conference or company offsite? For the past 15 years, I've averaged speaking at over 50 events each year, and I still love presenting at conferences as much as I did when I first started. To explore the different presentations I offer on a range of topics and themes, including physical and psychological well-being, becoming burnout-proof, connection and belonging, that's a new area I'm, I'm really enjoying presenting on, neuroscience and behavior change, mental skills, and leadership and culture. Or if you'd like to understand our fully integrated conference experience with pre-event diagnostics, activities throughout the agenda, including a morning wake up, energy breaks, team building activities, and digital resources to embed learning. To find out more information and to download a brochure, go to andrewmay.com slash keynotes. No secrets, but you hopped on a plane, you would have traveled or you I think he started working with Japanese rugby in COVID, so just run with my story anyway. You hopped on a plane, you travelled about 11 or 12 hours north, you arrive at Narita Airport, Tokyo, and you're going to go and start working with the Kubota Spears. Japanese culture, a long, long way behind the 20 years of mental skills work that has been going on in New Zealand. That must have been a huge challenge for you to go into a a, a franchise. And and can I say thank you, because I'm starting to do some work as well uh, with the nice. Black Rams in Tokyo. And you've been a great mentor for me to, to try and navigate this. So, mate, thumbs up. Can't wait till we play you and hopefully beat you. <laughs> and, and, and you'll never share anything with me again. Uh, uh, but, but what I'm learning on that, it's a very different culture to what I work with in NRL or what you're doing in rugby. So tell me, how did that start or how did you start working in that culture, that environment? Look, it started off initially because Ryan Crotty was over there and he came back and, and said to me, look, I had a coffee with him and he goes, look, there's no mental skills there. And Ryan Crotty, he's a great man. He's a great culture man. He's a great mental skills man. So I'm like, you're great in this space. I'll give you some resources and you go back and, and do it. And he goes, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. So anyway, three weeks later, must have been during COVID. He must have gone back. What was the one? Oh, yeah, 2020 or 21, whatever it was. And um he rings and goes, look, it's not working. Yeah, happy to have a chat with the coach. I went, sure. So I spoke to Franz Luger, who's the coach again. South African coach, very black and white, but very values-driven and really wanted to grow the space. So that's, I use that word fortunate or lucky. I had someone here who really wanted it and wanted to wanted to learn from him. I had Ryan Crotty there, Bernard Foley, who were really good advocates of this. So I suddenly had someone in the camp to drive some of this because the first two years was all over Zoom with a translator. So, because I couldn't get there because of COVID. So, honestly, and and that would have been so challenging. 
mate, it was honestly, sometimes I get off the Zoom and go, oh my gosh, that was just a shambles. And because of COVID, they had to be in two different rooms. He had two rooms on your screen. He had translators. Internet wasn't always great. It was just, honestly, I thought, I'm not going to keep this good for very long. So I thought, let's just do it as well as you can for a year and see what happens. But anyway, it seemed to land. And um, did the next year again, and then... 2022 yeah i was able to get over there so i was able to get and that was great because suddenly i i saw the setup i saw how it was i met the people face to face i you know your biggest asset there are your translators so i was able to sit down with them and i still need to do more in that space with them because you can't use stories or antidotes or or humor because it doesn't always translate so my humor look, doesn't always translate once. john and i don't have an interpreter <laughs> <laughs> god help me in japan <laughs> Yeah, so it's just changed. Often I'll use humour or I use a story, and you can. It was, so I had to be quite clinical initially how I was doing it. But once I got there and you met people, and it goes back to you know that relational engagement, forms some relationships, get a bit of picture of it, allowed me then to do it. But better. So then I was there in November, then I was there again in February, and then I'm going back again in November this year. So, and again, it was the same thing. It was starting with the basics, I and mean, they had no basics, and. and a lot of it was around really unpacking success and those outcome goals because they were very outcome driven. You know, what's a good game winning? Okay, what else scoring a try? Um, so it was just trying to just slowly chip away at some of the, the mindset piece around it and just trying to lower a bit of growth mindset in there and simple stuff for setting goals. And this is where Crotts and, and Bernard were with winning goal because they would drive this with the coaches. So there was a consistent voice. So there was a couple of other leaders there players from South Africa who are really good. So they were able to kind of take the bits from me that they found helpful and just keep reinforcing that, reinforcing that. So this is my fourth year, I think, third or fourth year there. And it's slowly getting there. And I look at it in most sports, it takes four or five years to embed some of this stuff because... You reckon that long? Four or five? Yeah, wow. Oh, well, a lot of the older players will tolerate it. And this is a very generalised statement. And this is in all sports, I find. Because, again, they're not too sure about it. We're now, and the beauty, where I've been very lucky in this space is they actually won. So if you're if you're giving them a new tool or a new school and they go and win it, just re- give us some evidence of it. Um, so the first year, I think we came fourth, then we came third, and then they won it. Yes, yeah, in my fourth year. Um, so there's little bits of evidence they can kind of go, oh, this is, maybe this is working. And I remember when I first started doing this work, I worked with the Canary Tactics or Mainland Tactics in those days, netball. And now we had, I was there for nearly 12 years, I think. I think we lost nearly every game. And the first year we came sixth. Then after that, literally, I think we had seasons we actually didn't win a game at all. So it allowed me then to get real clear of what success actually looks like as a practitioner because it couldn't be on that we're winning. And the biggest challenge for those girls at times is they were given a game plan but because you weren't winning with that game plan we tend not to trust that game plan and so where I was fortunate with the Japanese boys is as they started getting a bit more success it allowed them to kind of think oh maybe this is working a wee bit and they've just made some little subtle changes about how they do things and even from the coaching side the coaches are really awesome they really want to get better so it goes back to that bit about you say if you've got people that want to get better and they've got an open mind it's unlimited what we can do but it's when you have people who think they want to get better, but they don't want to change. Well, you can't get better unless you change. Hi again, it's Andrew, and I hope you really enjoyed that episode. We would appreciate if you helped to amplify the Performance Intelligence Podcast by sharing episodes with your friends and with your colleagues by going to iTunes and leaving a rating and review. This really does help get the message out to a wider audience, and I love reading the comments as well. 
If you'd like to know more about booking me as a speaker at your next annual conference or company offsite, or purchasing one of the books I've written, including MatchFit, or if you'd just like to receive my monthly e-newsletter, which is called the AM edition, that has stacks of information specific to all things human performance, go to andrewmay.com. And we'll see you on the next edition of Performance Intelligence.